Well, it's time for Let's Talk About Jesus, and we're so glad to be with you today. I am Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable, and I'm so glad that you're taking time in this busy holiday season uh, to receive the Word of God in your heart and into your life. Amen. Because I know what's going to happen if you keep this appetite for the Word of God. If you're hungry, Thirsty for righteousness, the scripture declares you shall be filled. And when you are filled with God's spirit and God's uh, anointing and God's purpose for your life, and amen, and God is able to uh, come into us. And as it is written, he says, I will live in them and I will walk in them. I'll be their God and they shall be my people. What a blessing the blessing is. Which brings us to what our subject matter is going into this new year. I've been instructed by the Holy Spirit to bring as many of God's people as will listen and give heed to His message with a heart to obey under His covering for the purpose of His blessing. Hence, we're going to be talking about the blessing of the blessing. Amen. Proverbs 10 And verse 32 says it very clearly. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Now, some people, when they see rich, their mind goes straight to the physical, material, and the temporal. And while God can certainly bless you in all of those areas, it is His favor upon our life that opens the door for every other blessing. But the greater of the blessing is having God's favor upon your life and mine. Praise God. Amen. Before we're through with this teaching, we should be able to say if we receive it and we respond to it by giving heed to the Word of God, amen, that we are we are wonderfully blessed of the Lord. We used to sing the song, I am blessed, I am blessed every day that I live. I am blessed, blessed, blessed blessed. I think there was four crammed into that that verse, uh, but we sang it over and over again. And I want us to go down in to this blessing, particularly uh, beginning in the Old Covenant in Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 through 27. And listen to this carefully as we teach on the blessing of the blessing today. Numbers six twenty-two through 27. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and to his sons, saying, O on this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel, saying to them. Now I want to stop here and say, God wants to bless his covenant children. And we are a new covenant church, but we are definitely, most assuredly, covenant children of God. And God wants to bless you today. God wants to bless me today. Listen to this carefully. This is the Lord's blessing. Aaron was going to speak the blessing because God instructed him word for word. I want to read that again. Speak unto Aaron. Moses is speaking unto Aaron. God is speaking to Moses what to tell him. 
and unto his sons, saying, On this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them. Now I'm going to read verbatim the blessing. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. This is the blessing of the blessing that God is essentially saying through this covenant with his chosen people. I love you. You are well pleasing unto me. And I am pleased with you and pleased to bless you. Hallelujah. In a book filled with numbers, there's a beautiful gem of scripture here which has been called the Lord's Prayer of the Old Testament. Not that it is it is a prayer, it is a pronounced blessing, but it stands out as something very, very special in the Old Covenant. As noted in Numbers 6, 23-27, it is the blessing of the Lord with which Aaron and his sons were to bless the children of Israel. Aaron and his sons made up the priesthood for Israel. Therefore, this passage has often been called the priestly blessing or the Aaronic benediction or Aaronic blessing. In this passage, I believe we learn things about the Lord which are just as true today. Even though we do not live under the old covenant with its priesthood, we have a high priest, Jesus Christ, who desires to bless us just as richly and really more so. I've often compared the blessings of the Old Covenant with the blessings of the New Covenant, and, and, and we don't lose something in the New Covenant. We gain the Old Covenant blessing plus that that the blood of Jesus has supplied in the New Covenant. Hallelujah. I love Psalm 103 because it says, Bless the Lord. This is old covenant blessings now. Benefits and blessings from God under the old covenant. And David says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name and forget not all of His benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, healeth all thine diseases. <laughs> Hallelujah. Satisfies thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Delivers thy soul from destruction. I'm telling you, these are blessings, dear friend. Amen. We don't lose something in the new covenant. We gain the old covenant blessing because we, according to Galatians chapter 4, are Abraham's seed by faith and the blessing of faithful Abraham have come upon us. Hallelujah. And the blood of Jesus in the new covenant speaks of better things than the blood of bulls and goats. We have a richer blessing than any of the old covenant characters, any of the old covenant blessings because of the shed blood of Jesus on the cross. Hallelujah. Listen to the priestly blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. God says, you tell them, this is the blessing I want to bless them with. The Lord bless you and keep you. 
The word bless here means to confer all well-being or prosperity. The promise of such blessings were conditional, according to Deuteronomy 28. And we're going to read that in a moment. But to confer well-being and prosperity. Now, let me define prosperity before we see the ka-ching, ka-ching dollar signs again and think of strictly material and physical things. It involves that. I believe God wants us to, to have our needs met and have money to give. I believe that. But whether or not he wants every Christian to live in some kind of opulence above the Hollywood stars is just to me a ridiculous concept. It is not verifiable uh, throughout all of the Bible. But one thing is for sure. Uh, David said, I am young and now I'm old, and I've never seen the righteous forsaken, and I've never seen his seed begging bread. See, the blessing of the blessing begins with the favor of God. I'd rather have a meal barrel that never runs empty, <laughs> even though it's never full, than to have a meal barrel that is full, that the, bow we the, 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 the worms can get in it, the bugs can get in it, it can be used up and there is no more, but a meal barrel blessed of God. <laughs> That's kind of the way my life has been. Yeah, I've never had a full meal barrel full and running over. I have had a meal barrel that never ran dry. God is a God that blesses his people. And he said in the New Testament, Paul, his desire, his greeting, his his desire was, I, I wish above all things that you be in good health. What a blessing health is. Something can't be bought with all the silver and gold in the world. And that you prosper even as your soul prospers. Even as we spiritually are enriched and we have a deeper understanding of God and His purposes and, and the temporal uh, life that we have here in the eternal life that is awaiting us. Oh, friend of mine, there's no blessing like the blessing of the Lord. It make the blessing makes rich. And he adds, no sorrow with it. And the condition for these blessings in the Old Covenant was obedience to God. Simple obedience to God. Deuteronomy 28.1 says, And it shall come to pass, if there hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all His commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high, above the nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed thou shalt be in the city, and blessed thou shalt be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed thou shalt be when thou comest in, and blessed thou shalt be when thou goest out. So this word keep means to provide, to protect, to care for, to guard against and protect. He said, I will add no sorrow with it. 
You know, the blessing in Malachi 3 for being obedient in our giving to the Lord uh, says that he would open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to contain it. And then he said, I'll secure it. I will rebuke and I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. If God blesses your crop, in that old covenant economy and the 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 locust came and and destroyed that crop then the blessing uh, wouldn't have any benefit but if he blesses and keeps us i love that part of the blessing don't you the lord bless and keep you <laughs> hallelujah there's a beautiful psalm that speaks of god's care in psalm 121 verses 1 through 8 like a shepherd guarding protecting providing for his sheep the benediction calls on god to keep watch over covenant israel listen to psalm 21 david says i will lift mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. We have his watch care here, day and night, 24-7. Hallelujah. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth even forevermore. I'm telling you, looking to God. Trusting in God, being obedient to God, will bring us into the covenant blessing from God. In these very dangerous days, these perilous times, it's so comforting to know that God is keeping us safe and secure through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Lord make His face to shine upon you is the second part of that blessing. And be gracious unto you. To make his face to shine may be an idiom, some have said, indicating God's smile of favor on his people, evidenced by his being gracious. Hallelujah. It's it's used in other places, Psalm 31, 16, and Psalm 80, and verse 3, and Daniel 9, 17. It's this, this God who is pleased with us because we are obedient to him, showing our love through obeying him. As many as love me, he said, will keep my commandments in the new covenant, and they won't be grievous unto them. Psalm 31, 60. I'm going to read these that I've quoted. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant. Save me for thy mercy's sake. Psalm 80 and verse 3 says, Turn us again, O God, and cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. They used to to pray in mighty moves of the Spirit in days gone by. Turn us, turn us, turn us, O God. In other words, help us to turn from our way to God's way. 
Help us to repent, which means to do an 180-degree turnaround. Whatever direction we're headed that is wrong, we, through the conviction of the Holy Spirit and through the help of grace of God, we turn around. We head in the right direction. Praise God. Turn us again, O God, they would pray. Turn us again and cause thy face to shine and we shall be saved. Daniel 9 and verse 17 says, Now therefore, O our God, hear the prayer of thy servant and his supplications, and cause thy face to shine upon thy sanctuary that is desolate for the Lord's sake. See the blessing of the Lord, God's favor, God's smile of approval and acceptance. It The blessing, (laughs) there's a lot of benefits, spiritual and physical and material and emotional in, in healings and deliverances and so many things. But it's God's favor itself that is the greatest blessing of all, for it opens the door for every other blessing. You know, the great blessing of heaven to me, personally won't be streets of gold initially i'm going to appreciate them it's going to blow us away gates of solid pearl foundations of precious stones the great is blessing of all to me would hear the one that died in my place say unto me at the end of my journey here on the earth when i stand before him to hear him say well done my good and faithful servant. If I could just hear that, it would be, and see him, and see that smile that we're talking about here, making his face to shine. Hallelujah. Lifting his countenance upon us to hear him whom my soul loves say that unto me, my Savior and my Sovereign would make it heaven for me. Regardless where I lived, I conducted a funeral this very week, and and I said if I was in a double wide on the back 40 somewhere, I would be totally satisfied if I could see Jesus who died for me, and I could be with my loved ones that have preceded me to glory forever and forever. Oh, there's no double wides in heaven. I'm sorry to disappoint someone. <laughs> My mother loved a trailer better than a house. But but there are mansions. There are abiding places. And I don't believe our natural mind could possibly conceive of what God has prepared for those who love and serve Him. Turn us, O oh God. Turn us. That's what we need uh, to pray. And that's what we need to allow God to do, to turn us again. Let us begin to, re- you know, he said, return to me and I will return to you. How do you know he's returned? Because of the blessing, the blessing. <laughs> I mean, Psalm t- Deuteronomy 28 said, you'll be blessed when you go out. You'll be blessed when you come in. <laughs> you won't be able to escape the blessing of God. It will find you. These blessings will come on you, and they shall overtake you. David put it this way in the Psalm, surely goodness and mercy, what a blessing, shall follow me all the days of my life, 
And then, when this life is over, I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. <laughs> what a blessing. There's, it's a win-win. We're blessed of God while we're here on the earth, and we're doubly blessed when we leave this world and enter that eternal realm with Him. God's blessing turns everything around. God's blessing delivers us from every circumstance. God's blessing protects us from the enemy because he blesses us and keeps us, you see. God's blessing provides sufficient grace, abundant strength, absolute victory, and awesome power. Praise God. Amen. Isaiah 59 in verse 19 says it this way. So shall they that fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. So shall they that fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. This mighty fortress is our God. He's a mighty fortress, as the songwriter said, never failing, never failing. Martin Luther pinned that. And I believe it was blessings just like this, amen, that caused him and inspired him to write a mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. Our helper, he amid the flood of mortal ills prevailing. For still our ancient foe doth seek to work us woe. His craft and power are great and armed with cruel hate. On earth is not his equal. Did we listen to verse 2 of this great song of faith? Did we in our own strength confide our striving would be losing? We're not the right man on our side, the man of God's own choosing. Does ask who that may be? Christ Jesus, it is he. Lord Sabbath is his name from age to age the same. And he must win the battle. And because Jesus, you see, hallelujah, has committed himself as our shepherd king. Hallelujah. Listen to verse 3 of this great song, a mighty, 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 mighty bulwark is our God. Hallelujah. Mighty fortress. And though this world with devils filled should threaten to undo us, we will not fear, for God hath willed his truth to triumph through us. The prince of darkness grim, we tremble not for him. His rage we can endure, for lo, his doom is sure. One little word shall fail him. And that little word, dear friend, because we've already identified the man of God's own choosing. Hallelujah. That word is a name, and that name is a person, the name of a person, and that person's name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen to the next verse. That word above all earthly powers, no thanks to them abideth. The Spirit and the gifts are ours through Him with us. 
sideth. Let goods and kindred go this mortal life also. The body they may kill, but God's truth abideth still. His kingdom is forever. Hallelujah. 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 What a mighty God that we serve today. And what an honor and a privilege it is to be able to say that I am wondrously blessed and I am powerfully, personally kept. Marvelous, marvelously blessed and wonderfully kept. Hallelujah. This is, this is ours to claim today. If we choose to go against the grain, to go counterculture. But I believe many people that I'm talking to right now have found themselves adrift, being pushed into the world's mold and following its mores and its moral standards more than following the Scripture. And our prayer to get the blessing back upon our life and upon our households is turn us, O God. Turn us. Not, be, not that we don't, don't want to turn, but help us to turn. Give us the desire. For the Scripture is very clear and concise. If you return unto me, I will return unto you. How do we know He's returned? Because the blessing will become apparent in our life. Listen to it in Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that stands not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, nor walketh in the way of sinners. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he doth meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the river of waters, <laughs> and whatever he puts his hand to shall prosper. You see, this is the blessing of the blessing. <laughs> but the blessing is what makes rich. But it opens up the door for every other blessing that God has purposed and promised to His covenant people. I was dying of cancer of the blood, eight years old, and dying, given a death sentence by the doctors. And oh, what a blessing it was when my mother took me by the hand and led me down to, for prayer in a church where God's tangible presence was evidenced, where God manifested himself. Uh, an evangelist by the name of Freddie Gray out of Texas was laying hands on the sick. My first encounter with the presence and power of God felt it in my feet, a tingling sensation. You say, oh, oh, you were just a child and you were under stress. And listen, you don't listen to the rest of the story before you jump to those those doubting conclusions. The closer I got uh, to being prayed for, the more I felt the presence of God engulfing me. I didn't understand it. I didn't fear it. It was peaceful. It was pure. It was holy. It was filled. It was like liquid love pouring all over me. And when I stood, my mother uh, got the words out 
Pray for my son who has Lou. She started to say leukemia. She never got past the first two letters of the first syllable. And the man of God, not an uneducated man, but a highly anointed man that laid hands on my head before she could even say leukemia, word of knowledge dropped in his heart. And he said, I pray you will deliver this young boy from cancer of the blood. I rebuke this cancer and I command it to leave his body. Well, it left my body that night. And the next day, my energy returned. The, the sickness and the weakness left. The jaundice from the liver being damaged left. I pray, played all day with my dog, Poncho. I chased him and he chased me and I wasn't able to do that before. My mother took me back to the doctor. And you know what he wrote down on the report? He wrote down spontaneous remission. <laughs> Man, isn't it amazing? Before prayer, I was dying of cancer. After prayer, the cancer is gone. You know, looks like somebody would give God some credit because the doctor couldn't take any. There was no bone marrow transplants for me. My my own, all my doctor had in mind for me and my parents was to get me admitted. They had no insurance. Very poor people get me admitted to the county hospital to make me comfortable while I passed away. Oh, friend of mine, but here I am today testifying. Oh, the blessing of God is beyond the material. It is beyond the physical. It can't be bought with all the silver and gold the world has to offer. To uh, to have his favor and to have his covering, his protection, his provision, there's nothing to be compared with it in all of the world. Blessed in this world, provided for and protected, and, and blessed beyond this world in eternity forever. The blessing, I'm going to say it again, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth, he addeth no sorrow with it. Praise God. Amen. I'm in that, that David attitude today. Psalmist David. I'm going to be 72 uh, this month of January. <laughs> wow, how quick it came. But I'm able to say right here, right now with David of old, I was young <laughs> yes, I was in a galaxy far, far away in a long, long time ago. I was young. And now I have to admit it. I am old, not old in my spirit, mind you, just my body is aging. It's undeniable. <laughs> Amen. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken and I've never seen his seed begging for bread. Because the blessing of the Lord has promised to provide for us, to protect us, amen, to make sure that His people are distinguished from all the peoples of the earth. It calls us in the new covenant a holy nation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people. And what marks us as being so peculiar is the blessing of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Today, if you don't know Christ as your Savior, you are living in a danger-filled world, 
unprotected. You can't claim the covenant promises. But this very day, this very holy moment right here and right now, you can repent of your sin. You can turn to Christ and receive Jesus as your Savior. And the blessing of the Lord will be pronounced upon you. The blessing of eternal life, the blessing of grace to forgive your sin, the blessing of a Savior and a Sovereign who loves you, gave His life for you to reconcile you to God. Today, this day, don't run from Him. Don't go with the flow. Don't let the devil steal what is being offered you now that is so precious and powerful. Run to Him. Don't run from Him. Receive Him gladly. Hallelujah. Turn us, O God, so that You can bless us again and distinguish us as a people that are above all the peoples of the earth because our God provides, our God protects, our God cares for us. Oh, friend, don't miss the blessing. This is a year that God wants to mark us with miracles, mark us with wonderful provisions that the world may know that God has a people distinguished by His blessing, and we have a Father God <laughs> distinguished because He blesses us so. And come back next week, and let's continue to talk about Jesus. Jesus.